If you like this podcast and other Daily Thunder content, please consider supporting us on our Patreon page. For just $5 a month, you get access to our morning roundups of Thunder news, notes, and commentary. It all gets sent to your email automatically, along with our jam-packed weekend edition newsletter that has exclusive and early release content. For $6 or more a month, you qualify for things like free t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, and special live event passes. For more information, visit patreon.com slash dailythunder. Thank you for listening to this podcast and for supporting Daily Thunder. Welcome back to the Daily Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Woods. I am here uh, once again with managing editor Spencer Davis. How are you, man? Doing great. How are y'all? Doing well. We're also here with Brandon Rabar, Daily Thunder beat writer. Brandon, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to do this uh, mock draft now that we know the the order as crappy as the order is at least we know it <laughs> yeah so we are we are going to do our first mock draft knowing the order um so how this is going to work is we'll go uh just uh in order uh snake style between the three of us and there will be uh trades uh of the 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 possibility for trades is wide open so um i will be selecting first with the pistons spencer second with the Rockets, and then Brandon, third with the Cavs, and so on and so forth. We'll go in that order the entire time. We will probably make it through the entire first round. We will see how it goes. Um, All right, so first overall pick, I'm going to go with Cade Cunningham to the Detroit Pistons. Shocker. I know. That was (laughs) – I know. It probably should have given a warning. You guys pull over in your cars uh, for that one. I should have told you. Um, Cade Cunningham, number one to the Pistons. I don't think there needs to be much explanation or uh, discussion. No. It's a it's a ready made pick. I think we knew that like six months ago, twelve months ago. Um, yeah. All right, so Spencer, you've got the Houston Rockets pick at number two. Well, I want I want to give the opportunity to Brandon to, to make an offer. If if you're interested, Brandon. So I'm picking with the Thunder at number six. So you're asking if I'd like to make an offer. Uh, no, honestly, um, I'm not interested in trading with the Rockets. A little bit of bad, bad blood there. You haven't even heard still. the offer. Well, well, no, he wanted I, I wanted him to make an offer, offer right? yeah. Yeah, I wanted Brandon to make the offer. I mean, I'm not going to bid against myself. I'm Sam Presti. Come on. <laughs> you can... You can <laughs> You can make an offer, and I'll I'll let you know. Uh, but I'm not gonna outbid myself. I'm I'm still okay. a little upset with you well, guys I, for listen, taking. I, I'm I'm not gonna beg you to to take this pick off my hands. Then, so I'm I'm gonna take Jalen Suggs. Uh, get a get get a point guard in here who's gonna run my offense and transform the the kind of backbone of the franchise uh, for the next ten or twelve years. So I'll take Suggs at two for Houston. Thunder, Sam Presti, Sam Presti are, is is cracking up at you right now. Thunder fans, really? Thunder fans so? are Thunder fans are frustrated. Thunder fans are really hoping this is not how it actually goes down. I, as a Thunder fan, Houston taking Suggs is my worst nightmare. Not because I love Jalen Suggs or anything, but just because I think that he is legitimately the guy that could transform the 
the vibe of that franchise. I mean, that's please Houston take Evan Mobley. Like, <laughs> you know, I think that's what Thunder fans should be rooting for. I I see. I agree with you on one part. I would be frustrated, but only because I feel like if anybody's going to fall down to number six from that top four, it's going to be Jalen Suggs. So if Houston takes Suggs, that possibility is off the table because I'm sure that Green and Mobley will go three and four in some sort of sure. order. All right, Brandon, you're up at three with the Cleveland Cavs. Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, you know what? I like Jared Allen just fine. We made a trade for him. I think he can be my center. I kind of expected the Rockets to take Jalen Green. So I will take Jalen Green here at number three. I'll, I'll figure out what to do with Colin Sexton later. Uh, but if need be, uh, Green can play with Sexland. It'll be a Green Sexland. Okay, I do want to mention. I do want to bring up Colin Sexton because uh, there has been some chatter on Twitter about if if there is a guard taken at Cleveland uh, at three for Cleveland, uh, is he uh, is he somebody that's on the move and would he be somebody you're interested in in Oklahoma City? Go yeah, ahead, so Brian, I think. Yeah, you know what's funny? I actually wanted to make a trade with myself here if, if I didn't make it. Because <laughs> Cleveland is who I think that the Thunder have a really good chance to tr trade with. If Jalen Green goes number two and Cleveland is looking at Mobley or Suggs at number three, I think that's a real chance for OKC to move up uh, to three and take Mobley. Um I think though Suggs, I did, the reason I didn't propose a trade to myself from OKC to Cleveland is I think that if Green's there, then Cleveland just takes him. If if Green's gone, it's between Suggs and Mobley. I think OKC has a real shot to move up. I, I mean, I think Sexton would be a good fit for Oklahoma City in terms of an upside guy that you know can come in. He's, you know, he's, what is he, 6'1? So he's, it's kind of tough to call him a shooting guard, but I think that's more of a skill set. And Shea is so tall, you know, they can kind of reverse roles on the defensive end, uh, but have Shea run the offense and have Sexton kind of play in an off guard role. And I mean, people got down on Sexton last year, but the guy averaged 24 points a game as a 22 year old. Um, like, I, that's, that's a guy that, especially since the Thunder did miss out on one of these top four picks, if they're not able to trade for one, uh, you know, that, that certainly a, a guy that I would be interested in adding. And I think the way that you get it done is by taking on Kevin Love's contract, mm. which the Thunder can do probably would want to find a home for Kemba Walker, but they could do it without doing, you know, without doing so. Do you think I, they my would? Issue with, my issue with Sexton with the Thunder is – I just don't want to pay him max money. That's like, I don't want to max out Shea and Sexton. And then I feel like that kind of caps the ceiling for this Thunder team uh, over the, the length of contracts. Uh, yeah. I just don't know. If Se I like Sexton a lot. I just don't think he's a max player type guy. Yeah. What would his max be? Is it like 30 million? I mean, I guess it's whatever Shea's is probably. Um but yeah, it's it's tough. Like it's you know it's the smaller max. It's not going to be a super max, like a Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, John Wall type of deal. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, it, having sixty million tied up in your backcourt with you know nothing else to speak of on the roster other than 
Poku maybe is a little bit risky, and then you're going to have to pay Dorton two years. So it's it's potentially a ceiling capper, but at the same time, if if Colin Stexton is awesome and he figures out you know how to share the ball a little bit, gets his usage rate down, but keeps up as a scorer, you know that I like to call it the baby max, this first rookie extension um, that is technically a max contract, but not a superstar max. You know it it can actually be a pretty good value if, if the player's worth it. All right. I'm going with number four, uh, the Toronto Raptors. And Brandon, I would like to propose a trade. Oh, thank you. I've been wanting, I've been itching to make a trade, just not with the dirty rockets. The dirty rockets. Well, here comes, <laughs> here comes, uh, uh, Masai Ujiri. I would like to offer, uh, the fourth pick to you, Sam. Um, but you're going to have to give up six. You're going to have to give up 16, and you're going to have to give up Lou Dort. Oh, oh I was ready to, to hit accept right away, and then you threw in Lou Dort. All right, I'm going to negotiate a little bit here. I'll give you 6 and 16, but I'm not quite willing to throw in Lou Dort. Can I throw in one of my future first, or does it got to be Dort? Well, we love Dort. So... Uh, door, it's door or no deal. I think that's a little bit rich for me. I want Mobley, and I can't believe he's fallen this far. Uh, Brandon, you, you love Mobley. I do. I Brandon, do you better Mo- take. <laughs> I, do, I do love Mobley. How about I just want to negotiate a little bit? Sam Presti never says yes to the first offer. Uh, <laughs> And yes, yeah, Sam Presti does speak in the third person. I haven't uh, asked for Shea yet, so you might want to <laughs> you might want to hurry up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, is this Kevin Pelton? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, how about six Whoa. and Dort, but no, but no sixteen. I'll, I'll throw six in and- a second rounder. I'll throw in number thirty-four. So six, thirty-four, and Dort. Deal. Deal? <laughs> <laughs> All I, right. I thought you were going to say, you are going to ask if Aaron Baines would be of any interest to Brandon. Let's <laughs> <laughs> try to get 16 or 18. Oh, man. Everybody listening to this podcast is going to hate that we just traded Luke Dorton. They just turned us off and aren't going to listen to the rest of this the rest of this lottery draft. I've been trying to trade Luke Dort for weeks now, so they're still here. <laughs> Uh, I so, love Lou Dort, and I feel like I'm the one that's guilty here since I'm the one that accepted. Uh, I honestly thought that Ryan was going to say no once I changed 16 to 34. Uh, so I, I felt like I, I was doing my due diligence. Uh, but, so, yeah, so so six, Dort, and 34 for, for number four? For four, correct. And, okay. obviously, there will be, there will be sal- you know, salary filler for, for Dort's contract, but yes. Yeah, we'll, fi- we'll figure that out later. Yeah. Uh, Jay is going to be a little upset that I just traded his best friend, but uh, I'm going to show him some uh, Evan Mobley highlights, and (laughs) and I think that he'll be all right. Uh, We're going to select Evan Mobley with our number four pick. Excellent. Um, I think think that's an outcome Oklahoma City fans can be excited about, especially if they still have 16 and 18 to to work with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I think that that would be – I don't want to say it's a bargain because you are giving up Dort. But it's 
the ceiling of Mobley is, is so high. I mean, so many, so many people have had him at number two on their board throughout this whole process. Um, and I, I mean, I wonder, like, I wonder if Toronto, I think Toronto could move back two spots, especially for a player like Dort. But if Mobley is there, I mean, that's, he, he's kind of what they need. Um, but, you know, I think Orlando and I'm, I'm up next year um, with, with the magic and I'm going to take Kaminga. Um, just because I think even though with all the Scotty Barnes hype um, that there's been, Kaminga has more upside as an offensive player, as a scorer, um, which is something that they need. They need a guy that is going to be – that's going to put the ball through the hoop or at least try. Um, and a lot of their guys are, are role players, and Kaminga has the chance to be an all-star. Um, so in, you pair him with Jonathan Isaac, that's a really big – forward tandem uh, and I, I, th- I think that's a good fit better than a better fit than Barnes would be there um and I, again I think I don't want to speak for for Brandon picking here at six but um or I guess would it be Ryan at six now I'm at six if, now. Uh, you're Ryan's at six now yeah that I assume you would take Barnes for Toronto and I, I think Toronto probably only does that deal in the first place with the Thunder if they think that Barnes is going to be there at six yeah, what we're hoping for, as I say we as Thunder fans now, um, is that not just Oklahoma City is high on Barnes. Um, that yeah. someone like Toronto would be would be more than happy to take to take Barnes um, if they're you know if they stay at four. So um, that's what I'm going to take with uh, with the sixth pick to Toronto is uh, is Scotty Barnes. I. I initially kind of cringe at the fit between Siakam and and Ananobi, but you know he could be he could be uh, versatile enough, uh, and we'll see where the shot where the shot develops. But um, I do I do like Scotty Barnes pretty much on every team right now uh, with his ball handling and his defense. So um, let's go Scotty Barnes at six to Toronto. I believe you're up. Again, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're. I think you have seven. All right, so seven. This is Golden State. Um, I fully expect Golden State to try and move um, out of this position with seven and fourteen. But um, the person I think would, or the team that I think would be most likely, is Toronto, and we've already made a deal. So um, <laughs> I do. I do think they have a seven fourteen Wiseman. And here and uh, Andrew Wiggins uh, trade to make, and I, I think Siakam could be someone that they they go for. Yeah, so um, for sure. Um, so we'll see, and and that would be interesting for Toronto because they could get four and seven, and and use that to possibly move up. So uh, just a just a PSA for Thunder fans: we are not the only team that's interested in in moving up. Um, and I think there will be some some competition there. So I, w- I will draft here at seven for Golden State um, in the event that they can't move those picks. So at seven, I will take uh, I will take Davion Mitchell for the Golden State Warriors. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's an older older player. Is he the oldest guy in this draft? 
No, Chris Duarte is like 27. Oh, not really. Lord. He's not really. He's like 24, <laughs> but might uh, as well be. So, uh, Mitchell here to Golden State. He's kind of a microwave scorer, and I think he could run offense off the bench. So, um, sure. I do think there is uh, there is some value there and some and some good uh, a good fit there. So, uh, Davion Mitchell to the Warriors. I think Brandon's yeah. up now, right? No, it's me. You? I think, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm kidding with the Bowie. I, I think that's that's probably the team that should take him. Um, he would be lower on my board, especially for the Thunder. But um, agreed. If you know, if Clay, if they're not a hundred percent confident in Clay, they need a guard that can play right away. That that's a pretty good fit for them. Um, okay, um, I'm gonna take just the best guy that I think is available right now for Orlando. Um, there's, we should talk about this. There's a kind of a top six and then um, that everyone sort of agrees on. And then some, and then I feel like there's an extra group of four. Davion Mitchell's one of them. And then it's Sangoon, Book Knight, and Moses Moody. And look at the magic here. They already have guards, right? Like they have Marco Fultz, they have RJ Hampton, they have Cole Anthony. So I'm not going to give them Book Knight or Moody. I'm going to go with Sengun here. And I know they already have Wendell Carter as well. But I think, one, Wendell Carter might not be a long-term piece for them and is not somebody that you make decisions around uh, with your franchise. And also, I think Sengun, at least for the time being, could play as a four while he while he works on his jumper. So I'm going to give them Sengun at number eight. So that if I would be curious to know, if Magic fans would be excited about coming away with Kaminga and Singun um, for five and eight, I do think I think there it's worth getting excited about for both those players. But um, what you mentioned about Wendell Carter might you know you're probably not going to make decisions based on him. Um, I think you would probably say the same thing about all of those guards. Um, in the back. That's very so. fair. That's very fair. And like, if they were in the top three, I would not hesitate, or four, I would not hesitate to take Green, Suggs, Cade, any of those guys. Sure. There's probably better me, big. There's probably better big uh, prospects here. Like the value is probably more in in a guy like Sangoon than maybe the next best guard. Right. Like I think Sangoon's upside is better than, um, for sure, Moody and maybe probably even Book Knight too. And I think Brandon here is coming in to defend Moses Moody's honor. <laughs> hey, um, he and he's probably going to be stuck. That he's still on the board. Brandon, you're up with the Sacramento Kings at nine. So at number nine, the Sacramento Kings are going to need some defense. Like their defense was historically bad last season. They've got plenty of guys that can put the ball in the net. And at this point, you know, I don't want to reach for guys that are just all defensive guys. Uh, so I'm going to take the best 3 and D player in the draft. I'm going to take Moses Moody. Uh, I think the Kings would be pumped to get Moody at this point because he can play D, but he's not going to hurt their offense at all. He's just going to make it better. Kings love guys who can shoot. Moses can shoot but he can also defend his guy. He's not going to help the other four guys on the court, but he'll at least take care of his guy. Yeah, I love that. He can – and this means you can also trade Buddy Heald, right, because you can immediately replace his floor spacing. Uh, anything that Buddy gave you on the mid-range, Moody can do or probably better, and Moody, like Brandon said, is going to be a better defender than Buddy is. And you can get off Buddy's contract. 
All right. Uh, who's who picks here at uh, at ten? I believe that is you. All right. Um, so I've got the Pelicans here, and this is where I will give them James Booknight, um, a really, 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 really uh, interesting guard, very good scorer. Uh, doesn't take the best of shots at all at all times, but I do really like his uh, his upside as a scorer. Um, I believe he's listed at six four, um, which is uh, I always love when guards are at least you know six three. Um, feel like there's some uh, some switchability there um, if if there if the skill is there. So I love uh, Book Knight here to the Pelicans who could use some some scoring punch in the backcourt. Okay, I'm up with the Hornets, but before I do that, so I do not have either of the Thunder's 16th or 18th pick, but I want to propose a trade as if I have one of those picks. <laughs> um, so this is to Brandon. Well, no, this is to – sorry, I'm back on New Orleans here. I, I want to back up to New Orleans because okay. you just took book night. Uh-huh. And I want Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I want Shay's cousin. We just traded Dort. I want to bring in – so I, I think we don't actually have to do this for the draft, but I, I do think it's it's interesting to talk about like would you trade eighteen for Nikhil Alexander Walker just straight up? Um, I think interesting. that that's that's a really interesting. I'll say this: I think I might just because I just traded away Shay's best friend, so I might do it to bring in Shay's cousin to uh, keep him happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as far as just a straight up, I like him a lot. So deep at number 18, if I'm looking at guys like maybe Isaiah Jackson or Josh Christopher or some of those guys that could fall to 18, maybe even Kai Jones falls down there. You know, I, I think I'd rather have number 18. Uh, especially since he'll be due for, you know, an extension soon. I think I'd rather have a guy like locked in with upside on a rookie contract. Now, what I would do with the Pelicans is I would offer to take back Bledsoe, a terrible contract, into cap space, and then I would take him and maybe give them, like, give us 10 and Shay's cousin. We'll take back Bledsoe's contract and 18 and uh, maybe another second rounder. Yeah. And then they have a little bit more money to free up because they're going to need to pay Josh Hart. They're going to need to play Lonzo. They got to free up some money. We could, we could help them with that. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And, and Bledsoe's contract is not, I mean, it, it's a bad contract, but it's not debilitating. Um, right. I believe Especially it's for fully, the Thunder. I mean, it is for the right. Pelicans. It restricts them from doing what they want to do. But for the Thunder, yeah, no big deal at all. I'm looking it up right now, but I think it only has next year and then I believe one more year at a partial guarantee. Does that sound right to you guys? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, the second – he's got fully guaranteed next year, but his his last year is like $3.9 or something like that. Yep, that is exactly what it is. You've looked this up recently, haven't you, I have because yeah, I've yeah. considered I've considered this trade already. Yeah, so it's it's 18 million next year and then the Thunder can get off of it for for 4 million in 2022 2023. 
Um, so like you said, yeah, debilitating for the Pelicans, but the Thunder are one of the teams that could could uh, come in and, and help that situation out. So sorry for derailing there, but I, I wanted to no. address the possibility, especially with Booknight going there. I think, you know, they have Kyra Lewis Jr. Um, they'd want to play Zion at point guard some. Uh, I think, I think nah, as he's been come to, you know, it sounds better when it's written out than when you say <laughs> it, but uh, he's been, you know, I, that's a guy that I, I would love for Oklahoma City to target. And he's, he's done well for Team Canada uh, in the last couple of days, so. Um, all right, back on track. Hornets at number 11. This is just Kai Jones. It's always been Kai Jones. It has to be Kai Jones. I talked about it on, I think, the last three mocks that we've done. Um, it's Kai Jones. I love that fit. Really, really, really like that fit for them. He yeah. A flyer yeah, I just mentioned for, how he might fall to 18. He's, he's not. So what? What did you say, Brandon? Oh, I was just going to say, you know, I just talked about how maybe Kai Jones could – fall to uh fall to 18 that's not going to happen like you said no. i think his his upside's too high now uh i think that's a i think that's a great pick and it makes my job really really easy uh for this next pick you've got the spurs yeah i got the spurs without a doubt we're taking josh giddy and we're pumped that he fell this far uh i think that of all the places Josh Giddy could land with Popovich, his upside, international players, his history there. Uh, Giddy's a smart player. I think Giddy and Pop and the Spurs are a perfect fit. I like all right. It. I've got uh, the Pacers, right? The Pacers? Yep. At 13? Hmm. Yep. Um, The Pacers are going to take Franz Wagner, um, nice. who I think may end up being the best three and D guy of this draft. Um, That's so, <laughs> so what were you going to say, Spencer? Well, I was going to say when Brandon said he was given the best three and D guy in the in the draft, when talking about Moses Moody earlier, I thought he was about to say Franz Wagner. I did too. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Wagner there to the Pacers. I they have a. They have a crowded front court, and I think it would raise some questions. But I think he's the best guy on the board, especially at third. Uh, if he were to get to thirteen, so uh, don't ex- I don't expect him to be there at thirteen. And if he is, I think the Pacers would be happy to snatch him up. I think he could be there. Um, I mean, I, I yeah. I mean, who? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not totally sure. You know where where he would go ahead of that. I mean, maybe, maybe he will, but I, I think it's realistic. I, I like the fit for Sacramento. I really do. Um, all right, I'm up for the Warriors. This is easy, right? Is, is it just Corey Kithford? I, I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it's – yeah, I mean, it, if the Warriors keep this pick, uh, they have Davion Mitchell already who is theoretically a good shooter. I think I'm – skeptical of it and i think some people are skeptical but Corey kispert is definitely a good shooter um and is fits their win now timeline quite a bit all right brandon so you've got the you've yeah. got the uh the wizards all right uh, i'm gonna try to help out russ here obviously the wizards have a great backcourt with uh westbrook and bradley bill as long as they stick together i think they're going to um I'm going to give them Jalen Johnson. I really, really like his upside. I think that honestly past about 10, 
He's got one of the highest upsides in the draft. Uh, his talent has never been a question. It's just a matter of his his motor. It's a matter of his commitment to ball, his his focus, things like that. Uh, but who better to motivate you as a teammate than Russell Westbrook? Kind of hard to slack when, when Russ is around. So, yeah, I'll give uh, the Wizards Jalen Johnson at number 15. We've never seen it. We've never seen a rookie have a terrible time next to Russ. So why not? <laughs> why not? Hey, as long as he, as long as he doesn't ignore his high fives, he should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I just will never. The look on Sabonis's face that night when Russ just tore him up for not shooting the ball. Um, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't think, but Sabonis and Russ loved each other. But you're right, he did. He did get him that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so I've got um, I've got the Thunder at sixteen, correct? Yep. Yes. All right. Let's see. We could go a a few different directions here. I will go Keon Johnson. Ugh, I'm, totally kid- <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I mean, sixteen. That was for reaction's sake, and I got what? I got the faces I was after. I don't hate it at 16. I don't think it's ridiculous. Yeah, honestly, honestly, at 16, it may be worth the uh, the home run swing at 16. Yeah. I just hate the idea of obviously at six or trading up at like 10 or so to get in. But at 16, I could live with it. But man, there's like five other dudes right there that I'd much much rather take. I just I don't I don't want another athletic dude who can't shoot. God bless Keon Johnson, but but pass for me. All right, so I am going to take, I am going to take a a guard. Ah, it's so difficult because you're right. It is it is pretty good value at sixteen. It is. Um, it is. Don't- and he's probably better than the next available guard. Um. Mm, one second. Actually, the value at sixteen is pretty ridiculous at this point. Just if you look at where and we traded and we traded Dort, so we're going Keon Johnson at we're going (laughs) Keon Johnson at sixteen. It actually makes sense. I don't hate it. It does make sense when when you consider that that we traded Dort. Let your memes become reality. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Uh, I believe it's Spencer now. Yeah, so what, what I've got the Grizzlies. What are they? They've got John. They've got Dylan Brooks. They've got JJJ. Um, not entirely clear on. I guess they could use a, a shooting guard, right? Uh, maybe another, maybe a tough nose shooting guard that could maybe shoot it a little bit, space the floor. Um, I'm going to go Jaden Springer. I, I think I think he could fit, you know, a lot of what they need because they've got bigs. They've got Brandon Clark. Um, you know, you could go, I think you could go Usman Gruba here. I think this is probably the start of his range. Um, and, and see, maybe you can play him next to Jaron Jackson because Jaron Jackson can definitely shoot and Gruba maybe can and just try to have a ridiculous, you know, defense, defensive front court. But, um, I'm going to go with Springer. I, I like Springer a lot. All right. So I have, do I have the last pick in our draft? Picking an 18 for the Thunder here. Yeah, yeah let's right. let's go ahead and we'll make this the last pick. We cool. have uh, six minutes left on the uh, on Zoom. Yeah, good call. 
Uh, all right. This one's tough. Taking Keon Johnson at 16, and we got Mobley now. So when you look at our potential starters, long-term starters, you got Shea at the one, then I guess Keon Johnson, and then Poku, and then you got Mobley, who I'm pumped about at number five, at the five spot. So you need a four, and Isaiah Jackson might have a promise from the Thunder, and I actually like him at 18 a lot. So I want to go with Isaiah Jackson. But I hate that Zaire Williams and his potential and upside are just hanging out there right now. <sighs> so this one's tough for me. Uh, and then you got guys who are like leaping up the boards like Josh Christopher or Trey Mann uh, who are a little bit tempting. But I'm not going to go knee jerk and get one of those guys. I think I'm going to go with Isaiah Jackson. But, but I may kick myself for not picking Zaire Williams. And I guess he could technically play the power forward spot. He is like 6'10". Um, no, I, I'm going Zaire Williams. That's it. Sam Presti. He, he loves the potential, especially at, at 18 and going for home run swings. Give me Zaire. I definitely I thought Garuba was coming off there. <laughs> I, I, I want to... Think- I want a Garuba, uh, and I know that, but I just don't know about the fit when you got Keon Johnson who who can't shoot, and the Mobley is is a good shooter for a center, but he's still not like an elite shooter. Yeah, and we don't know about Poku, so I want a guy who can who can at least shoot. And as great as Garuba's defense is, maybe one of the best defenders in the probably the second best defender in the draft behind Scotty Barnes. Uh, I think I got to go with somebody who can who can shoot, maybe handle a little bit. So I'm going with Zaire. So we traded we traded Dort. We came away with Mobley. I think it I mean I would do that. Would you guys do that straight up? Just Dort for Mobley? Yeah, I mean like if it was a if it was available. I would add picks. Yeah. I would add how many picks do you want? Yeah, I mean there you go. So <laughs> I mean um, I mean, yeah, I had to I didn't want to trade Dort, but you know, and it's only to move up two spots, but you're moving up from Kuminga or Barnes to Mobley. Mobley can be a superstar. Mobley, Mobley is the, you know, highest rated center prospect. You know, we're talking about since Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, those guys. I mean, he is a true two way guy. He can be a. You, you got to do it. I'm yeah. very nervous that Oklahoma City does a similar deal to move up for Barnes. I don't think that's out of the equation. Absolutely, definitely not. Yeah, it's definitely possible. Um, one thing I wanted to mention was that. The two guys that the three of us have been down on the most, uh, the two Johnsons, Jalen and Keon, went back to back at like 15, 16. Uh, thought that was funny. And, um, and yeah, no Garuba or Isaiah Jackson, which I know uh, Brandon was obviously very torn on there. Um, I'm really, really, uh, I, w- I, th- I would be very excited about that draft for Oklahoma City. Oh, if, if only if the Thunder just walked away with Evan Mobley and didn't have another single pick, I would be pumped. I he's, totally he's that agree. good. Like, totally like to agree. be completely, completely honest, I think that Toronto is primed to trade with the Thunder from four to six, but not if Mobley's there. Mobley kind of fits them perfectly, like what mm. they need. So mm. I think that's the one situation where they probably wouldn't make that trade. But if it sucks, I could see uh the Raptors falling down too and, and the Thunder getting sucks. But yeah, I mean if if you can get any of those top four prospects, it's a good draft. All right. That wraps up our first mock draft. Uh while knowing the order. Um we will probably do another one of these uh as we get closer. 
Um, and we are going to hit the second round uh, here before the draft uh, gets here. So be on the lookout for that. Thanks, everybody, for the feedback on our last episode. Um, we were uh, really pumped to put it out. And uh, we got some really uh, positive feedback. So thanks a lot for listening. And uh, we will have a special guest next week that uh, I'm very excited about. Um, So, yeah, thanks for listening. And, guys, thanks for joining me. Absolutely, man. Have a good night, guys. Always a pleasure. Hey, Hoopheads. We appreciate you listening to this episode of Daily Thunder. Be sure to check out other NBA pods on the Hoopheads podcast network, including Cavalier Central, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, Spanning the Spurs, Hashtag Lakers, Motor City Hoops, X's and O's NBA Breakdown, LA Hoops, The Wizards Hoops Analyst, At the Buzzer, and Lakers Fast Break. There are also coaching-focused podcasts. Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, The CoachesMaze.com Podcast, Players Court, Bleachers and Boards, The Green Light, and Courtside Culture. Oh, and don't forget the network's flagship, the Hoop Heads podcast, hosted by Mike Cleansing and Jason Sunkel, and featuring the best minds in the game from its grassroots to the NBA.